I was in the basement a half hour ago and I didn't change the clock and I'm looking at the clock going, fuck, I'm late for the show. <laughs> I, so I dropped everything. I ran upstairs. I looked at my phone like, oh, I'm an idiot. Wait. <laughs> oh, wait. I got to start it over here, too. Damn it. Oh, I never seem to get it right, people. In this world filled with pod shows, you have found the Boomaxers. We are the pod show about what? We are the pod show about the Jibba Jabba. Jibba We got some Jibba Jabba for you. We are four friends, too young to be baby boomers, but we're too old to be Gen Xers. We get together on Thursdays. And we try to put together a show and broadcast it live on podbean.com. The Boomax Podcast. We're better than dandelion wine. We are? Uh, my name is Dave, and I'm in Pennsylvania. And as always, I've got my three friends here. Hello. 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 And we actually have all three of my friends here. Sherry is back from testifying against Trump, and she's back in Michigan. Hello, Sherry. Sherry's sure. back, and I didn't get a haircut. Hmm. Somebody did, hmm. though. And now we will go to North Carolina and say hello to Cindy. Hello, Cindy. Hello. I'm so happy the four of us are together again. Me too. And last but not least, we travel back up to Michigan, just down the street from Sherry's house, because they're best friends now. It is is Mr. Jimmy Artie. What's up, Jimmy Artie? Did you know it's Eat a Pickle Thursday? Hmm. I love <laughs> Eat a Pickle Thursday. <laughs> Thank you for that information. My Can man. I just have a pickleback? Do you know what a pickleback is? We'll discuss later. Hmm. Is that a, mm. a band from Canada? Pickleback? <laughs> I don't know. Something. All right. So wait. Now it is time for us to shut up. And before... I send this thing over to Sherry. I think I have found a sponsorship theme song that will stick. <laughs> How about that? Will that work for us? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, for my new pickle juice invention. Yes. Pickle juice invention. Sherry, are we sponsored this week? Oh, God, even in my two-week absence, I could do nothing but to find a, a non-sponsor. And we are not sponsored by turkey vultures, who are very super cute in cartoons and terrible in person. Not sponsored by turkey vultures. Turkey vultures. Do, have you ever seen a turkey vulture? Oh, my God. Yeah. I have them. They're my fucking pets in my backyard. What are you talking oh. about? God, they're gross. Oh, they're huge, too. Have you ever seen them up close? Well, yes. Jimmy, what do you got to say? They like to eat rubber. (laughs) Okay. Well, so I did see one up close, and I was just minding my own business, taking a walk, and I come upon a turkey vulture. And Dave, to your point, I mean, they are the size of like a six-year-old. And... He sees me and looks, he's like, yeah, look what I got for you. And he is over a kill. So he just flies up with this big entrail. Nice. That's like 
seven feet long. Just I'm like, really? Right in front of me. They're not very cute up close, but they're oh, so no. cute in cartoons where they're just hovering over people, waiting for them to die. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Super good dark humor in cartoons, but in person, no good. Not sponsored by turkey vultures. I came home from work one day, and there were at least five of them perched around my yard. Two on the top, two on the top of my house, two on these cut down tree stumps, and they are it's they are definitely scary up close. So you don't want to trip and fall in front of them. Oh no. Because no, no. they eat you. Was that was that like an omen? Them waiting for you? I don't home? know. I don't know. But like one of them flew away and he landed on a tree, and the branch that he landed on broke, cracked, and he flew away again. I'm like, damn, that's a big fucking bird. He's a branch breaker. Branch breaking bird. Ugh, they're just not. They're not sexy at all in person. Blah. And they don't sponsor pod shows. They do not sponsor pod shows. They got. They're too busy eating guts. Mm. Mm. No, mm. when they don't have guts to eat, they eat the rubber off of your windshield wipers. What? Wait. Why would they climb onto a car's windshield to eat rubber? I'm telling you, in Florida, in the state park, they have signs up all over. This is a turkey vulture area. Watch your car. Hmm. Like, would that be a good way to? That would be a great way to get rid of all those rubber tires, Jimmy. Remember, you were worried about them burning them. Maybe yeah. just throw them to the turkey vultures. Turkey right. vultures will eat them. No, I had an idea with the, with all the rubber tires. Hmm. Yeah. There's a place in in Pennsylvania. Easy now. Easy. I'm here. All right. Uh, all right. We'll take all of the tires. It's it's been burning uh for like sixty five years. Just burning rubber tires. And, and it hasn't gone out yet. Fucking burning tires, baby. Hold the whole town. That it was that was above it. They all had to move. It's a ghost town. Ghost town. Well, if they moved, there would be no ghosts. But if they stayed and died, then there's ghosts. No, but there's pipes coming out of the ground, and um, if you could open them, that you'd see all the heat coming out because it's all on fire underneath. Hmm. Years. Hmm. Okay. We'll have to look that one up. <laughs> Good non-sponsor, Sherry. Woohoo! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's it sounds a little like Halloween when it starts. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. Right. If no. you looked at a turkey vulture close up, you probably wouldn't be hungry for Thanksgiving dinner. Hmm. Yep. Hmm. Especially with that entrail in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. especially with he's, that. He's not vegetarian. But so um, Jimmy brought up the eat a pickle Thursday, and Sherry brought up Pickleback, which is a band from Canada. <laughs> you know, should we chat about that? <laughs> yeah, I think Jimmy jump in because we w- make our audience wait way too long to hear about your inventions. So, what's your pickle invention? I'm I'm looking for an ingredient 
um, for the pickle juice that would make it more palatable for your average, you know, barback, bar or bar. What do you call that person that pours you drinks? A bartender. Uh, bar tender. The tender. The tender. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, and you pay for it with tender as well, right? Right. So, so Jimmy, let me. Yeah. So, are you saying like you start off with that pickle juice, and then you have like a little mix-in, and then make it better? Are you are you going somewhere? And well, you're taking the pickle juice and adding something in the factory and bottling it. Uh, uh yes. Wait. The, the, <laughs> you give him an either or and he says yes. Wait. Because <laughs> here's a question that I really have, okay? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I kind of run a bar and I'm wondering, uh, I don't think we've ever had a call for pickle juice in a drink. Is well, that, like a uh, uh, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Mm, you put, put a, a pickle. Like... You might put no. a pickle in, but mm. we don't put pickle juice. Oh, Mister Know It All, you put a little extra pickle juice in a Bloody Mary, and it zings up the zing zing. Mm, I don't know about that. We've never had pickle juice at the bar, uh, but for one drink, I could see maybe adding a little pickle juice. But uh... well, I know you could buy sauerkraut juice. Seen <laughs> <Do> that. <laughs> Um, so the pickle back is, is a lot of people now will do a shot of whiskey and then a shot of pickle juice to follow. Okay. Really? Because yeah. I'm going to start doing this if this is something here. It's the thing. It's, a, it's called a pickle back, a not the man from Canada. Well, do you remember like maybe 10 years ago ish? Cause I was teaching yoga and there was a thing about drinking pickle juice is a good way to replenish the minerals that you lose. And a lot of uh, like NFL football teams were into drinking this pickle juice. Do you guys remember this? No. (laughs) (laughs) No from all of you, but I know I remember reading that. No. And uh, that was around 20. 2013 or, 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 and it you know like electrolytes you lose a lot of those things when you do heavy duty sports and when you do 90 minutes of hot yoga people were looking for like a lot of these people were like drink pickle juice and all these like pickles were in a dry jar and i do like the taste of dill pickle juice i hate sweet pickles i but hate i know for pickles. a fact that they bottling pickle juice and there was a certain team it might have been one of those texas teams um, that they like swore on on pickle juice, pickle and that's, juice. It's over now. It's over now because like, I haven't heard of it. Um, so yeah, I like so I like he, dill pickle juice. I would drink a little bit of that, and I would totally have a. Now that I hear about the pickleback shit, yeah. I'm gonna do yeah. that all the time. I yeah. might give a try the pickleback. I might give that a try. I never thought of it, and I don't know if it it's. I mean, I thought it was fine, but I think whiskey tastes like shit. So, Might so well add pickle up, juice. Pickle juice made pickle juice taste delicious. So here's one thing that I learned, okay, that uh, bartenders making a martini with the olives. Now it's not pickles; it's olives, okay. And 
they would use the olive juice out of that jar of olives. <clears throat> and what ends up happening is it leaves some of the olives no longer covered in the brine in the jar. They go bad. If uh -oh. olives aren't in the brine, they go bad. Uh -oh. So you actually buy a martini um, olive juice in a jar that you actually would use to pour in instead of using the actual olive juice out of the olive jar because you want to keep your olives in the juice. Gotcha. Right. That's, I just taught you something. You learned something new today. Oh, is that what your efficiency expert told you? Well, I, I'm the efficiency <laughs> expert. And... <laughs> Jimmy gets in a, in a subtle burn. <laughs> Fucker. He's slow Jimmy. rolling you. Fucking Jimmy. But anyway, it's supposed to, I think it's supposed to neutralize the burn from some of these hey, shots that, you, that the, you do because your buddies tell you to do it. The and bar and grill is going to start doing the pickleback. Pickleback. Fucking A-right, dude. But I mean, charge for it because it's sort oh. of free because yeah. you already got the jar of pickles. Right. Hello. And then when Jimmy comes up with his invention at how to like kind of make it better and extend it with a little something in there, you'd be a millionaire. A bazillionaire, well, Jimmy. You'll be a bazillionaire. What about if you do the thing like the, uh, the, the M80 or the pipe bomb or whatever you call that, that drink? You drop the shot. The car bomb? The car bomb. That's, 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 a, that's like an Irish whiskey thing. Uh, right. But you that's, do. That's just a waste of, of a couple of good separate drinks, you know? It tastes like shit when it goes down. I'd rather have the beer and the shot and whatever else goes in it. Right. Yeah. Hey, hey, bartender Dave. So do you find that your golfers um, do Bloody Marys like on the weekends? No, golfers don't do the Bloody Marys that much. Um, Who does Bloody Marys? Well, restaurant goers definitely do the Bloody Marys, and some golfers on like a Saturday, Sunday morning, they might. But um, no, generally the golfers are doing all those uh, uh, the spiked Arnold Palmers, you know, the vodka and and lemonade and iced tea shit. So do you have a brunch on Sunday? I can't remember. We do now, yes. And do you have Bloody Marys? We do have Bloody Marys and mimosas. So if you want people to feel like they're getting a little extra deal, because it's all about a shtick in the restaurant shtick. business, right? So with a Bloody Mary, you do a sidecar of a little bit of beer. So you oh. give them a Bloody Mary, and then if you have little small glasses that are like under four ounces... And you give a little beer and people think that they're getting a bonus. And how much is fucking four ounces of tap beer? Nothing. Uh, 3.7 cents. Exactly. I was going to mention that because the first time I went to uh, Milwaukee, um, I ordered a Bloody Mary somewhere. And maybe you were there, Sherry. <laughs> and they like, you want, a, you want a beer chaser? I'm like, that sounds like a great fucking mm -hmm. idea. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. They go together very well. And that was the first and last time I ever heard of that. So fucking ain't right. Yeah. Fucking right? a, a right. You gotta have a shtick. 
Well, you know, it's not even a shtick. It's a it's a good idea. Take yeah, it, 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 it is a good idea. Oh no, yeah. it's a motherfucking shtick. But I recently had yeah. at recently being Sunday had somewhere that had the Bloody Mary with a sidecar, and I hadn't had that in years. I'm like, fucking a, no, I want to come back here. That's cool. Right. Are you in Milwaukee? I was in Ferndale, Aki. Hmm, Ferndale, Aki. I like Ferndale, Aki. Oh, Jimmy's brother lives in Ferndale, Aki. Is it time for Jimmy's news? Oh, no. I think so. Okay, wait. I have a theme song. This is that one I stole from another podcast. But they don't listen, so they won't they won't yell at us. So Jimmy's first news story comes to us from Florida. It does? And the uh the rock and roll artist named Pink. Oh, yeah. What, Jimmy, what is Pink doing in Florida? She's giving out books. She's giving out books at her concerts? Banned books. Banned books. What banned books? Fuck. You name it. I don't know. A whole <laughs> lot of them. So. Not... Not B-A-N-D, B-A-N-N-E-D. <laughs> right. They're not books about the Rolling Stones or not books about... No. No. I know there's a Toni Morrison book. So... I, the rest escape. The state of Florida is banning books from being in schools, right? Correct. And so... Not just Florida. Florida's the worst. Florida's the one of national attention. And so Pink is now at her concerts giving away for free these banned books to any kids that want them. That's what? awesome. I like it. I like that concept. So yeah. one of the books she was handing out, and I don't know why it was banned, was a Steve Martin book. He wrote a book, a novel <laughs> was... called Shop Girl, and it got fucking banned. That's crazy. Um, and what did he say about it? He was said he was so proud to have his book banned in Florida. He said now people will want to read it and buy a copy. Right. Exactly. Which is which is true. It's like an a so a twenty three year old book. I mean, there's a lot of classic books that people will read for centuries, but you know, if you write a novel, it's hot and fast and furious for a short period of time. So he's like, Shit, yeah, go ahead. Ban my book, please. The concept um, of banning books doesn't even make sense to me. Just don't read them. It's, it's if you don't want to read. Well, no, them. but yeah, but if you ban them, okay, that you're banning them from the school. That doesn't mean the kid can't go out and get them and read them elsewhere. Go on the internet and find everything about them you want. So the concept of banning books, especially in 2023, is just like uh, it's stupid to me. It's irrelevant. Well, there's some people. Um, that don't have access to anything else but the school books. All right, you know I guess I, mean? I got you there. Sure. Good point. They should tune into our show, and we'll we'll get them some pink concert tickets. 
Well, Jimmy will. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy will get him some pink concert tickets. No, we're gonna get a school bus and fill it full of banned books. Well, we have seatbelts for those banned books. That's the real question, Jimmy. Yeah. Why was this? Why were you so interested in seatbelts on school buses, Jimmy? Because I'm thinking that these parents are all up in arms about banned books, and uh, there's there's why aren't they worried about the kids' safety? You know, between oh. maybe getting shot at school or getting in a bus accident, hanging upside down somewhere. But, you know, so they're going to ban some books. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nobody ever died from a banned book. They didn't? No. No, from an unbanned book. No, no they- but. I mean, they're banning the books because they're bad for a kid. Oh, right. And none of those that banned book... books ever killed a kid. Right. But, right. but not but... having a seatbelt on a bus, wasn't there just an accident? Where there was. Like four Ohio. kids got killed or something? Yeah. 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 It, 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 no seatbelts don't work if the bus gets tipped over. Correct. Feel it. <laughs> Correct. They talk... I remember one time they talked about just turning all the seats around on a school bus so that because you're facing backwards. And then if some if they get in an accident, you'd hit, you know, you the back of the seat would help you. The back of the seat on a school bus will not in any manner, shape or form help you because those things are like freaking concrete. <laughs> Why did it, it was like. Invariably on the bus, you're shitting around and of course there was no seatbelts and you get up and they stop quickly and you hit your head on the back of one of those things. There's no padding. Oh, deadly. Why wouldn't they pad those things? And they all, look like all this big green fabric, but there's no cushion under it. And all the bus drivers were like out of work drunks. I mean, <laughs> oh, they weren't out of work. <laughs> they were, no, they were working as bus drivers. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, they're, 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 uh, everything is at a shortage. Like everyone's begging for workers. And they said that the workers are, the numbers are up. We're doing as well as ever. So who's going to do the work? Oh. Well, robots. Robots, dude. Let's get, let's, let's move on. Okay. So wait, (laughs) we still have a couple of, uh, Jimmy's news stories before we start talking about that other stuff. Well, we also, Jimmy reads after Jimmy's news stories. True. We'll do Jimmy's reads and then we'll do that other story. That other topic. That other topic. Uh, listen. So let's move on to the next Jimmy news. Yes. Which, he he was very female centric this week, and he found this fabulous story. James Arthur, you found the story about a new play that's gonna oh, hit the skids in London. And what, pray tell, is it about? It's about a Gwyneth Paltrow ski trial. <laughs> wait, <laughs> okay, wait. Her ski trial? It is. Yes. There's a lot of uh, drama in it. She's trying out for a ski team? What 
What are you talking about? Her ski trial. Oh my God. Cindy, please tell me you were aware of. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was uh, hilarious. And she was taken to court and she won the, the court battle. And uh, I don't know. I don't understand. I mean, obviously this is an off Broadway or whatever off it is in England, you know, probably some small theater, but they thought it was worthy enough for a fucking, you know, three act play. <laughs> hmm. So Gwyneth. Pal- Maybe you don't know about it. No, it's a musical. Musical. <laughs> it's a musical. Wow. wow. Maybe they'll sponsor us. Exactly. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's twisted enough. Yeah, what the hell was the name of that one in Edinburgh? That, there are so many. Oh, the French Festival? It was uh, the television host. Oh, uh, Jerry Springer. There is yeah. a Jerry Springer musical we went to. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they do weird shit like that. Well, yeah, I saw the puppetry of the penis there as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the- let's 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 um back up to this Gwyneth Paltrow thing. So, for those that didn't follow it, Gwyneth Paltrow is skiing in, I believe, Salt Lake City. It doesn't really fucking matter, but she had a little minor s- ski accident, and this guy said he it ruined his life. She ran into him. She blah, 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 blah. So there was actually a trial and it got televised. So it's Gwyneth Paltrow versus this guy. And there were some funny moments from the trial, including uh, Gwyneth up on the stand talking about her loss, include, which included, I missed a half a day of skiing. Yeah. Cause this <laughs> asshole was standing in the middle of the fucking trail and I ran him over. And okay. I missed a half a day of skiing. Jesus, I hate when I miss a the, half a the, day. And then when the trial was over and she won, she leaned over, and it was the whisper heard around the world when she touched him on the shoulder and said, I wish you well. <laughs> so that's going to have a whole dramatic thing in this off, yes. off, 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 off Broadway Love thing. it. But Love it is it. funny that, you can take one little weird incident, one court case, and fluff it up into a whole musical. Oh, I yeah. think we have hope for Boomaxers the musical. I oh yeah. Too. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, except fact. we have that lazy factor that we can't write it. Wait, have you ever heard of the show or the movie Twelve Angry Men? Yes. Of course. The whole thing takes place in a jury room. Yes. So there you go. Wait, who were the twelve angry men? I think I saw this. It's not a musical though. No. And no, this I was, do. This was an old black and white like Gregory Peck or something. <laughs> I don't even Ernest know. Ernest Borgnine. You know, and it was about a trial, and so the twelve angry men was Henry a juror. Fond yeah. Was in it. And uh it's like uh, the of the Leading men of the day. It's a book that was banned in Florida, so don't worry about it. You're not going to get to read yes, it. It's banned. It's banned. <laughs> Twelve Angry Men. Oh, right. And they wanted to, um, they want a ban to kill the mockingbird. <laughs> to kill the mockingbird. That absolutely oh. should be banned. That's a white lawyer defending a black man. That should be banned. Yeah. That should never happen. 
Right. That, that <sighs> never happens. Oh, excuse me. Hey. Wait, wait. wait. We're going to ban the Bible, Jimmy? Weren't we going to work yeah. on that? Listen, if there's a yeah. book to be banned, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what other 2,000-year-old book do you It's not even 2,000 years old. It was Listen. written... You know what's not 2,000 years old is Jimmy's stories for the week. We got to get to at least one more. About pot leaves. I no, love. No. No. <gasps> I'm, I'm, oh. I'm reclaiming, I'm reclaiming my time. How dare you? Very female centric I mean, and probably I'm going to rate it the highest, which means it's the highest. It sucks. Is Jimmy's story that he sent us about the man with the lung transplant whose life was saved with boob implants to save his lungs. Oh, yeah. I remember that story. That was a great story. Jimmy, do you, I don't, yes. sometimes I love you and I know you skimmed the headlines and that was a fabulous headline all on its own. Breast implants saved a man's life during a lung transplant. But did you delve in? And if so, explain it to us, Lucy. Yeah, Jimmy. Uh, it it was making me uncomfortable. So really, <laughs> it wasn't uh, lame, lame excuse. The boobs were making the fake boobs were making you uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, whole idea. So here's the deal. Okay, it wasn't just a lung transplant; it's a double lung transplant. Double. This this motherfucking guy got whatever got into him both of his lungs like turned to jelly and he needed both of the fucking lungs uh, uh transplanted and yeah they used uh breast implants and something else to help bridge uh the whole transplantation project well what they did he he smoked i mean they think this is kind of one of those some people have bad lungs and they'd never smoked or whatever but he smoked so much they said his lungs were almost liquefied and in order to do the transplant, I guess they're like, if we take the, the lungs out, then his heart is not supported. So to keep his heart from collapsing, they stuck fucking boob implants underneath to support his heart while they were moving around and giving him new lungs. So he had, he might like boobs on the outside, but boobs on the inside saved the fucker's life. Hmm. Yeah, and they, 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 of course, they picked the double D's. The double D's, right. <laughs> right. So that he made sure to, your lives were, your life was saved by big boobs. Big Everybody fucking thinks boobs. it's going to happen and it rarely makes a difference, but this case, big boobs oh, saved his life. Trust me, it makes a difference. <laughs> right. Big boobs make a so difference. So he's going to have a t-shirt that says, I was saved by big boobs. Hmm. But I thought that was super clever, interesting. I mean, if Jimmy was a doctor, this would totally have been a Jimmy invention. Oh, absolutely. Even even though it grosses him out, he still would have invented it. Yeah. I've I've heard of men growing breasts. (laughs) Easy, easy. Settle down where you're going there. I don't want to. I don't want to hear anything about my man boobs. I don't want to hear it. Well, I would no. like to give Jimmy a round of applause for throwing out some good stories. My man, Jimmy. Get him out there. 
This I whole... think it was a good week, Jimmy. I give you high marks. And you know what? Good. You know what else I give you, Jimmy? No. <gasps> Play the game. Quit bullshitting. Now is that very? Is that quiet now? That's too quiet. I need to loud that back up again. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, So Jimmy Reeds is back. Yay! There are three songs this week with a definite combining theme. Hmm. Jimmy. Has some lyrics to read. Dave and Sherry have some songs to guess. Jimmy, are you ready? Dan uh, Dare. <laughs> doesn't I'm know ready. it. Standing by. Uh, here we go. Stand by. Number one. Now, you always say that you want to be free, but you'll come running back. You said you would, baby. What? That's a- what? Oof. No. Oh, you come. Wait, you got something here? No. Um, Sherry got it. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Sound like you got something. I feel like it's Rolling Stone. Time is on my side. Oh. One hundred percent. Are you fucking kidding me? Yes. You got that from what Jimmy read? Yes. You, you got this from Jimmy Reading? Wow, dude. Come Yes, it is. Jimmy, we got a fucking Rolling Stones tune and Sherry got it. You'll drink pickleback. You <laughs> pickleback. <laughs> okay, yay me. Way Woo. to go, Sherry. 100%. Wow. Mm. You didn't even know he had it in you. Jesus, I did not hear anything out of his lyrics. I surprised myself. All right, well, listen up. All right, here we go. Number two. Number two, Jimmy. (laughs) I walked 47 miles barbed wire. Oh, um. Got a cobra snake for... A necktie. Hmm. <laughs> I got a brand new house on the roadside. Hmm. Got no and clue. it's made out of a rattlesnake hide. At first I thought it was hang fire, but it's not. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. It's going to be all <laughs> three like... Rolling Stones tunes. Is that what you're saying, Sherry? Yeah. Do we have no. a clue? Do we have a clue on this one? That was awesome, Jimmy. And then you guys are suffering from Jimmy Reeds. Yes, I've got a bad case of Jimmy Reeds. 47 miles. Oh, a barbed wire. A barbed wire. Oh. oh. See? No. Read the black again, Jimmy. 
I ain't got a cobra snake for a necktie. A brand new house on the roadside. And it's made out of a rattlesnake hide. Mm. Oh, brain kick in. All right. Do the green. Do the green. Just the green. Got a tombstone head <laughs> and a graveyard mine. I'm just 22 and I don't mind dying. Hmm. I should know this, but I don't know it. Oh, no. It- I don't give up yet, Dave. Oh, I gave up. Fuck <laughs> shit, dude. I'm already on to the okay. next one. The tombstone. Oh, it's going to kill me. I'm going to wake I up in the middle the, of the night. I think the first sentence, if you say that black first sentence again. I walk 47 miles of miles of I said, oh, 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 oh. I said, who do you love? This is uh, George Thurgood. Is this George <laughs> How the fuck did that come out? Here, wait. Because Jimmy was reading. Oh, yeah. A brand new house on the roadside. It's made out of rattlesnake hide. Got a branch in the middle, put on top, and it's made out of human skull. Did you see the title? I said, Who do you love? Who do you love? I don't know where that came from, to be honest with you. Fuck, I didn't. It came from the deep depths of your soul. Oh, yeah. I would have got that never. I swear to God, when you started singing something, it almost pointed me to George Thurgood. It almost sounded like you were singing that song. Yeah. Yeah, so. What do you guys do, Sarah Brain? Say it, Sherry. What's Sherry going to say? Sucks. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, so 100 and 100. Oof. Oof. Next. This is for all the marbles. Three. All around in my hometown. They're trying to track me down. They say they want to bring me in guilty. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. They want. I need that again, bro. Jimmy knows what it is. Jimmy knows what it is. Um, the green will give it away, but uh, you guys can try to get it on the black only. Try one more black. All around in my hometown, they're trying to track me down. They say oh. they want to bring me in guilty. <laughs> I always thought they said they want to bring me Indian chief. Guilty. Okay. So wait, you know what this is? Yeah, but I I can't I can't put my hand on it. But that was a misheard lyric hmm. for me. You see what it bring me? For the oh, this is I shot the sheriff. Is it Eric Clapton? Or Bob, or um, 
Marley. Or the killing of a death. All around my oh, that's clapping. They're trying to track me down. They say they want to bring Where did you get that from? I could not, I was not going to get this. Because as soon as I thought of my own misheard lyric, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, right. <laughs> that's hilarious. It sounds like Indian Chief. Sure it does. I shot the Indian Chief? What are you talking about? Well, they said they were going to bring me Indian Chief. Who? thought they were going to bring him an Indian Chief, just for fun. They say they want to bring me an uh, Indian Chief. No, not bring me Indian Chief. Right. Not, and it says in guilty, and I thought it said... They say they want to bring me Indian Chief. Oh. You you try to unhear that again. I dare you. Oh, in <laughs> I'm Billy the House. They say they want to bring me in guilty, and I heard they say they want to bring me Indian Chief. Okay. She often she often hears other things. Mm-hmm. But she but you still won, so stuck She up. wins. Yes, Sherry she wins. Up. Yay for Sherry. This I mean, you guys suck. You suck. What, man? Just saying. Those, those well, are... you can feel it if you know what the theme is. Wait. Okay, the theme. Uh, what was the first song? Uh, time, time, time is on my side. Time stones. is on my side by the Stones. And what mm-hmm. was that second song? The next song was. Who do you love? I love Dave Basil for getting this one. George Thorogood. Who do you love? George Thorogood. And then Eric Clapton? He shot the sheriff. Shot the motherfucking sheriff. So time is on my side because I got the shot the sheriff whom I loved. I loved the sheriff <laughs> and shot him. And so I'm sitting in a jail. Really like the sheriff. Something. I don't know. I give up. Sherry. I think that this is about the woodworker and the maid testifying against Trump. Yes. Clearly. I love it. Who do you love? Not him. Time was on our side to shoot that fucking sheriff. Fucking A right. Sherry got it. Non-sponsored. Not I don't got. I I don't have a theme. Jimmy, you you got anything? Jimmy? Come on, Jimmy. What's the theme? Uh, I think it's about um people that are wanted. You know, sure. One guy's he one guy wants some women. Another guy want is wanted. For killing someone, but I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> but then that third guy, fuck him. I don't fucking care He's about a, him. I don't know. Bragging uh, ass. You know that was uh, I was I was going with you. It's not the one I had picked out, but I was uh, I was going on your on that same road. And no, I don't think you had a good finish. No. Um, mm-hmm. These are all songs originally done by black artists. Oh, who did Time is on my side? Um, Irma something something. Irma motherfucking something something. Irma motherfucking something. 
something, something, and then Bo Diddley did. Bo uh, Diddley, yeah. Oh yeah, Bo motherfucking Diddley. Yeah. Obviously, Bob Marley did the. So I got I had a list, and some of them we had already done. Um, but I meant to record, and I was busy. To it was a fucking crazy day for me today. But um, Tainted Love was actually a black artist. Huh. What? How about that? And I meant to. And I meant to record it. it. Was Gloria somebody? I meant to record it. And I didn't. I didn't fucking have time. I had That's... to chase a fucking chipmunk out of here. I had to chip like, fucking monk. <laughs> Are you talking about the soft cell song? Yes. Yeah. Are you talking about the Marilyn Manson song? No, God. God. Well, you know, sometimes I feel I got to get away. That one. Oh, yeah. And there's like a a Big Mama Thornton. She originally did Hound Dog. Right. It's actually a print of uh, Elvis's version. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Gloria Jones. There you go. Listen to that one. Okay. Not a little soul in that tainted love. A taint. There's always soul in a taint, bro. (laughs) (laughs) That's your your favorite fucking word, isn't it? There's a hole in the taint. I mean, soul. Soul in the taint, bro. Oh. Soul on the trail. Um. So wait, 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 us. wait, what? wait, okay. so you oh, won right. Jimmy Reeves, Fine. even though you didn't get the theme, you still win Jimmy Reeves, and so, uh, Lady Moth, congratulations, thanks for playing Jimmy Reeves, must congratulate you, there you go. Yeah, so, um, Jimmy's gonna read a little bit something else to introduce Ooh. the next time, is that cool? Jimmy, yeah, cool. we have another Jimmy Reads to introduce uh-huh. the after topic. This is the this is the fun topic. So, Jimmy, just use your most beautiful theatrical uh, Gwyneth Paltrow uh, court case voice. Okay. This is by Brielle. Uh, B r i e l l e. Okay. Brielle. Brielle. I know I'm probably being so dramatic and annoying, but this is my first job. Like my first nine to five job after college, and I'm in person and I'm commuting in the city, and it takes (laughs) me fucking forever to get there. I'm literally. It takes me, like I leave here, I get on a train at 7.30, and I don't get home to like 6.15 at the earliest, and like I don't have time to do anything. I don't. I want to shower, eat my dinner, and go to sleep. I don't have time or energy to cook my dinner either. Like I don't have energy to work out. Like it's out the window. Like I'm so upset. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's I, hilarious. I would like to end the show with Jimmy reading that like seventeen times. <laughs> that's it. That oh was beautiful, Jimmy. That was beautiful. Wow! Wow! Yeah, you, and, and you didn't even take going, a breath. Good job. Yeah, that was fabulous. Thank you for reading that. 
it's like my first nine to five job after college. Right. Can you believe it? So, Cindy, explain what this is all about. So this is um, a TikToker that um, I actually have. Uh, I this. I have the clip if you want to hear her talking. Just to let you know, but you can go on and describe it. It won't be very long. I mean, it's just, uh, it came out last month, and um, it was pretty interesting, funny to watch and listen to a Gen Zer complain and bitch and be sad and upset about her first nine-to-five job. Uh, And I mean, you know, leaving to work at 7.30 and getting home at 6.15 and she thinks that's like so dramatic and, and upsetting and not having time to do anything. And I thought we would have fun discussing <laughs> our, <laughs> their current or old work schedule, which was probably just as much time. And we had time to do volleyball and happy hour and fuck around. And you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, you can play could play the whole thing if you want because I think it's hilarious. I just I didn't know if we would have time to listen to Brielle's version, and I thought Jimmy's version would be just as good. Oh, Jimmy's yeah, I don't think was we, perfect. I don't think we, we don't... need to hear the bitch. We got the we got the gist. And Jimmy, most, most people probably they... heard it. Yes. Right. Like I. Shit, man. She didn't. She doesn't even have to get on the train till seven thirty. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she slept in, right? Okay, That's so like, here's here's the real question here. What do you guys think about this? Like, Jimmy, what do you think about this girl bitching about the 9-to-5 job? Uh, uh, I would not think too much of it. I mean, I probably wouldn't even listen to her after the first thing. First couple sentences. What do you think? I think what Dave is asking, what do you think about the content of her comments? It's, it's all about her and her job, her life. I would like what to do you, what kind of job? Was, yeah, what was your life like uh, nine to five? What time did you have to get up? What time did you get home? You really want to tell me? You really want me to tell you? You bet. Yes. I never even worked one job. I always had two. Yeah. So so shit, man. I mean, I get up and first light. Don't get home till freaking dark. Study, do whatever. But, um. to make dinner? Did you have to take a shower and go straight to sleep? No. No, I freaking went downtown and skated for 15, 20 miles. Yeah, that's right, motherfucker. You sure did. <laughs> so, shit. That girl definitely needs to exercise. But she doesn't have time. She wouldn't be so upset. She needs some calisthenics. Again, <laughs> that's all she Jane needs. Fonda... Workout video and you'll be fine, honey. Right. That's that's Jimmy's message. Scrub your kitchen floor. Well, Cindy, right, Dave, you're you're all Dave. No, 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 no. I got to go last. Cindy, what do you think about this? 
there's a lot of things to think about this, but um, yeah, I feel like that's why I wanted to put a, a pin in what you guys were chatting about survivor um, oh, yeah. in that show that I missed is that there's these, you know, the new generations are coming out and they're not putting up with, or, or they don't have the gumption or the stamina or the, I'm going to go for it that we grew up having. And they're like, ah, yeah, I'm out, you know? And she's like, there's two sides of it. I can, you know, that she's bringing up the fact of nine to five is so hard and yeah, whiny, whiny, but there's a whole side of it where, yeah, maybe it is too hard and maybe we should knock it down to a four day work week and um, something somewhere in one of the articles that I read was about once, you know, the cor- corporations that were built back in the day, back in the 40s and 50s or whatever, said that, yeah, once technology catches up, we can lessen the toll on the human uh, work week. But it never happened. It just kept getting harder and harder. But but we are from the tough generation and the ones that are coming up are a little weaker, I'd have to say. Have to say. All right, Sherry, what? what's your what's your thoughts? Come on. I went to a, oh, uh, Jimmy. I went to a Sex Pistol concert when they came back twenty years later, and the kids that were trying to uh, throw down in the mosh pit were a bunch of wimps, man. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I kicked their ass. I fucking punched them in the face. Chicken weak ass bitches. <laughs> weak ass bitches. These young kids, these young punks. Oh, yes. It was eye opening. So, yeah, I agree. But, uh. Uh, wait. It's Sherry's turn. My take on it is sometimes a good message gets lost with a bad messenger. I'm probably, I'm probably working with you. So go ahead. Because, because she came off as very entitled and, oh my God, I can't believe this is the hardest thing I've ever done. But, but in the midst of that, if it had been somebody that was like, say in their forties and had been 20 years in the nine to five grind, COVID hit, People started working from home and realized that we have progressed enough that there are a lot of jobs that you really do really need to drive into a office building and sit there and do it. There's a lot of jobs that, I mean, you have to do in person, but there's a lot of quote nine to five jobs that really driving into into the office five days a week is not productive. It doesn't, it doesn't add anything. So woohoo, you added 10 hours of commuting for what? Because then you go into your cube and put your headset on and don't talk to your fellow employees. So somewhere in there, I think we need to evolve. And even if you have an office job, do you really need to go in the office more than one day a week? So I think there's a message in there about life and balance that was good, but because she was not a good messenger on it, 
it, it became funny and we all laughed and thought she was a puss. But if somebody that was approaching 50 said the same content without whining, you'd be like, that's a good fucking point. Good fucking point. Hmm. So, but so she was a bad messenger of potentially some underlying good points. She was definitely a bad messenger. Bad messenger. And I think that we're not going far enough with the good points. And I also think that her parents should punch her in the face because the fact is, like, because we all grew up in an era where we were working through high school. We worked at our, we had part-time jobs in high school and we did school and we did after school stuff. And what her life most likely, I'm just assuming from the way she was reacting, is that she really didn't have to do that. And not only were her parents doing a nine to five job where they have no life, but they were probably schlepping her around to all of her after school activities that she was involved in. So they even had less of a life. So she had this awesome growing up life. And she's now just learning that, hey, this is what we're... So anyway, they should just punch her in the face and say, what the fuck did we go through? But, yeah, but but they they created it. Correct, they did create. But, but yeah, so I guess I agree. Yeah, I think you're assuming. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jimmy. I think that she should just drag her ass down to the bar and get totally fucking wasted. There, there is definitely well, something. I mean, to and, then, and then. Yeah, uh, I mean, and, Back in our day, we would provide them helpers and stuff. Yeah. But you're assuming that she she was entitled and all that stuff. Um, It's a wake-up call. So so hang on just one sec. What I really want to get at is that it's not about working from home. It's not about dealing with that commute and stuff, although it is 100%. But my whole entire career, I have fought this fucking bullshit, eight-hour day, 40-hour week bullshit that got set into place back in 1938, okay? Mm. At, coming out of the Depression, the government said, we have to, we have to stop child labor, we have to, we have to set a, a, a minimum wage, and we have to set this fucking work hour and shit. And it had actually been talked about since the early, I mean, the late 1800s. They wanted to talk about controlling that child labor and blah, 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 blah. And nothing got put into place until somewhere in the, I want to say the 20s, Ford started doing the 40-hour week. And because it, it was something that uh, one of the uh, Ulysses S. Grant, as a president, he established it for government workers, eight hours a day, 40-hour week. And by the 20s, Ford adopted it, and then by 1938, the federal government made it kind of like mandatory or or set it out in the Fair Labor Act or whatever. But then nothing's changed since then. And we've all, every generation is a little bit smarter and more skilled than the previous generation. And I know for a fact that when I started working for EDS, I was doing better work than the 50-year-old guys that were sitting in their stall that had worked their whole career and they were just kind of relaxing on it now. And so I always felt like... They uh, were on turn. Well, I just always felt like 
it needed to be addressed. We are more productive and we are getting things better done. And we're, I got more done. I was the kind of guy EDS offered flex time. And so I was the kind of guy that came in as early as I could 6 a.m. So I could get out of there by 3 p.m. Right. And have my afternoon to do stuff. Um, and I got more done it between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. before the other coworkers came in and they all start meandering around and talking bullshit. There's, there's, Bullshit going on in the office that is you're not as productive as if you can focus on your work. And I'm the kind of guy that could focus when I'm alone. So anyway, I'm totally on this girl's side. And I'm hoping that some of these zillennials will actually pick up the fucking post or the, you know, the whatever and, and go for it and change the fucking way this is. Cause this is bullshit. I'm 60, we're 59, 60 years old. I'm still working 40 hour fucking weeks. You know what I mean? It's, it's bullshit. I'm going to be doing this until I'm 72. I'm never going to retire. I'm going to stop what? working and I'm going to die. So <laughs> it's this is bullshit. We got to change it. And maybe the young so, kids are going to be able to change it. So I agree with you 100%. And that's the typical 9 to 5, 40-hour uh, work week, uh, white-collar people. But when I mentioned this to Val... You know, she lived in New York City, and this girl is bitching about um, having a job in New York City, but having to live in New Jersey and, and commute in, and that's why she gets had to has to get up early and then gets home late because of the train going in and out. She can't afford living in New York City. Back when Val lived in New York City, she had to teach a six a.m. yoga class, so she'd get up at four in the morning, you know, fucking train, 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 train to her job. And not only that job, she worked like a couple other jobs to fucking pay her rent and she wouldn't get home until way after nine. You know what I mean? And then do it again the next day. So yeah. it's like the, the get up and go and the determination that you have if you want to live in the city or you want to have a specific life and, and job and, and, um, being somewhere that you want to be. I, I think this girl, she just moved into this. She moved for her job because it was the first job that she got like after five months of applying places. And now she's dealing with the reality of having to fucking uh, not live next door to where she works and having to use public transportation to get there. And there's terrible. a lot of different factors going on. Terrible message. Terrible messenger. But I well, really hilarious messenger. Hilarious. Yes. But, but, to watch. Train work to watch. Because it came off as it's terrible to do hard things. Right. right? <laughs> and, exactly. and it should have come off as I'd rather do other hard things. This, this is a waste of doing a hard thing in life. But it came off as, oh my God, this is the first time you've ever had to do anything hard. Like to Jimmy's point, he always had, he never had just a nine to five job. That would have been a delight. Because it was maybe a, a six to two job followed by a, a three to nine job, right? Um, so she was just a bad messenger because it seemed like this is the first time you've done something hard in your life and you're complaining about it hard versus, wow, to Dave's point underneath there is like that particular thing has become kind of bullshit. Um, that method, we, we should have a, different method and do other hard things but it sure didn't come across that with her fake eyelashes and jimmy read it much better than she did so here's the other thing that she needs she needs to get a couple friends 
that teach her how to go to work the next morning drunk. Yeah, I mean, I had Cindy. We'd sit there, we'd (laughs) go out afterwards, and we're just like, and all of us had to get up fucking early, but we're like, we're sneaking up to the bar to buy the next round, so you got to trap your friends, right? right? You're like, oh, we got another round. Right. And then we're like, no. She she doesn't have time to work out. I'm like, we used to play volleyball till pretty late, and then go drinking. And And then then go go drinking. Yeah. And on the days you don't have volleyball, you go to happy hour where you go drinking. Yes. So... Yeah, those tricks, those tricks. Excuse me, Jimmy. Let me do one more thing. Those, my friend Kevin that I used to work with, he would leave his suit jacket on his chair. So then when he showed up late, they would always think he was already there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, exactly. Right. And this girl is not versed in the art of going for coffee. No, right. Going for Go coffee. for coffee. Got to learn that. But my point is that um, I hear this. Uh, I heard this over and over when I was in grad school. And the kids—they don't know what what they want to even get into uh, as a career until they're almost done with school, and then they're thinking uh, they get start getting messages from student loans and all of that stuff and they start shitting their pants at God I go out and work. <laughs> I just say and, I just and think it's that... all a shot. But I think at school that they could uh it that was the thing that I thought that college should prepare you better for the working world than it does. Hmm. Yeah it don't. It teaches you how to Party is what college just teaches you. Liter- just the literal. But, but I truly believe that with all of the advancements in technology and education that the American worker is so much more productive now than the American worker of 1940 that to think that we should just be forced to do a 40-hour work week is bullshit. We should be on a 20-hour work week. We should be set on a course where... We should be able to retire by 50. It, it seems like the retirement age is getting older, not younger. And we're just, we're working ourselves to death, but yet we are more productive. And the only people making the money are the corporations. And so I'm hoping these young kids, I'm hoping these young kids don't just bitch and whine about, oh, the nine to five and I don't have time that they actually go, well, wait a minute. I'm, when we were home at COVID, I was more productive working from home than in the office. So why even waste the time traveling to the office? Let me work four hours from home every day and you'll get twice the amount of work out of me. You know what I mean? So I hope they make that change. Well, this girl doesn't live in California, obviously. Because I worked there and I had a commute of 28 miles. And I had... It, and that 28 miles would take me three, three hours. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> three fucking hours. <laughs> so that's, that's one of the worst things about the nine to five concept is <clears throat> it really does cause all that traffic bullshit. Not only do you have the morning commute. Right. Okay. You, you have the evening it. commute, but then on top of that, all these people who are working now have to try and get out and do all their fucking, 
uh, work, you know, their home stuff, uh, errands and stuff after work. So now you're trying to go to Costco at six o'clock on a Thursday. Jesus fucking Christ. Everybody's there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the oh my nine god! To five this sounds like a fucking line from the movie Old School. <laughs> oh, are we? Are we? You can always go to Walmart at two a.m. Jimmy, fun. yes, we're what? still live. Oh Have my god! Been... Look what time yeah. it is! Jesus Christ! Put me on Have a we... soapbox. Everybody we... just relax and have a fucking pickle bath. Jesus. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Have we become our parents? Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I was siding with her message. Right. No, I'm not. Uh, wait a minute. I'm defending young people saying, "Fuck this forty-hour work." Oh, I know. So. I, 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 you are. Also I'm not, not Grandpa. I'm not. A, I'm not my dad. I mean, well, you are for I different reasons. Yeah, I'm siding with a message, but I'm also uh, bringing up the fact of all the shit that we used to do. Oh, yeah. yes. That she can obviously she, yes. is beyond her. Right. She now. needs. Exactly, she needs to learn how to do that. Right. Like, what? What? Cocaine's not around anymore. What? Jeez, man. What? Jesus Christ! You don't have uppers? What the fuck is happening here, bro? No, I I was I was reading something about millennials aren't having kids. It's too hard. Right. So, who's going to take their kids to band practice? Come on. Yeah. (laughs) Who am I going to have to yell at in a few more years? All right, so. Uh, me. <laughs> uh, Sherry. Oh, for sure. Are you trying to tell us something? I am. We have to stop and end how, this mess. How did you let us go this far? I don't know. We must apologize to our fan. And uh, Jimmy, you know what time what? it is. No. It's time for you to sing us out, bro. It's time to go. It's the end of the show. So put down your beer. Sharing. And get the hell out of here. Good night! Good night. Jimmy, see you next Thursday. All right. Who wants to go first? Jimmy. Jimmy. Say good good night. Good night. And, uh... (laughs) Uh... Licky... Licky (laughs) Bucky... Late later, Just, my fans. Okay, there you go. Licky, looky later, my fans. <laughs> Cindy, Cindy, say good night. Uh, Lucy, Lily, lucky motherfucker. <laughs> but she never actually said good night. So uh, yeah. Sherry. Um, good night, all you lazy, lemony losers. Damn you, losers, motherfucking losers was my word. Sorry. Uh, good night from David Lamson. Oh, la, How about la, la, that la, one? La, la, la.
That's I didn't know you knew your middle name. Hmm. I know my middle name. Stop for a second here. Because I have to talk for two minutes about the song that I'm going to play at the end of the show. Oh, is it in a very intellectual fashion that you're going to be playing the song that we don't understand and we need to learn about? Right. And so the song you're going to play is from a black artist. It could potentially be from a black artist, but this version that I am going to play is from white artists, uh, the Rolling Stones. Oh. I am picking a song from the Rolling Stones that I believe James Arthur will not know. Will not know. In the same way that last week when I played the song Dan Dare from Elton John, Cynthia and Sherry did not know the song. Did not know. But yet it was Elton John. Yeah, but the the rock of the Westies was durable. Listen, it was the greatest album that came out that Since year. The Island by Elton John. Girl. Love Island Girl. But that was and the hit. Grow some funk of your own, amigo. Oh, I do like that song. That was on Rock of the West. <laughs> okay. And so was Dan Dare. If you if you whip that out, if I was on a date with you and you whip that out, uh, it would be, be over. That'd be it, man. I feel like the bullet in the gun of Robert Ford.
know I'm probably just being so dramatic and annoying, but this is my first job, like my first nine to five job after college and I'm in person and I'm commuting in the city and it takes me fucking forever to get there. There's no way I'm going to be able to afford living in the city right now. So that's off the table, like fucking duh. If I was able to walk to work and it, it'd be fine, but I'm not. So it literally takes me like I leave here, like I get on the train at 730 and I don't get home till like 615 earliest. And then like, I don't have time to do anything. I don't, I want to shower eat my dinner and go to sleep i don't have time or energy to cook my dinner either like i don't have energy to work out like that's out the window like i'm so upset oh my god nothing to do with my job at all but just like the nine to five schedule in general is crazy being in the office nine to five like if it was remote you get off at five and you're home and everything's fine but like i'm not home it takes me long to get home and like like, people that drive to the office, like, it doesn't, you don't get off at five, and I know it could be worse, I know I could be working longer, but, like, I literally get off, it's pitch black, like, I don't have energy, how do you have friends, like, how do you have time to, like, meet, like, a guy, I don't know, like, how do you have time for, like, dating, like, I don't have time for anything, and I'm, like, so stressed out.